Stephanie McMahon was, you know, gonna marry Tess. She was on her bachelorette party with Mae Young and, you know, all Un- the floozies back in the day. <laughs> Right. And <laughs> and uh, Triple H paid off the bartender to, to roofie her drink, leaving her incapacitated. She was then kind of sort of abducted, I guess, by Triple H, who then drove to the Chapel of Love in Las Vegas and uh, basically took her through a drive through. He roofied her and he, um, per, you know, he basically took her hand in marriage without her being conscious. Here comes trouble. It's me, it's me, it's an entity TTG rolling once again with that BTW Big Trouble Bad Bash. I'm taking up the whole screen and you got myself and Nikki the Good and we are the Meat Pop Express and boy, do we have yet another jam-packed episode for you guys today. And today we're actually talking about something that's affecting the world today. It's 2024. You need to be a little bit more in touch with your feelings, Ben. That's the word on the street. And recently in the pro wrestling world, there was a certain... Hulkster that actually saved someone's life wearing the NWO shirt, but then everyone freaked out, man, because they were calling him a, you know, a racist, even though he just saved someone's life. But we're not going to get into that. And then, but but speaking of who got into that, my boy, the guy, Mr. 185 squat on the rack. 275, Nick. Come on. Two seventy-five. Two seventy-five. Come on now. Come on. Two seventy-five. I'm sure changing uh, the guy. Anyway, yeah. So, so he starts getting in the mud with the wrestling community. I don't give a fuck what he did. Blah blah blah. And listen, me and Ben, we don't get into that. We this mm-hmm. isn't a political mm-hmm. show, brother. But what we did want to do is extrapolate the whole thing around cancel culture because, damn, when we grew up, especially your boy, because I'm a little old ski. Man, there were some gimmicks, some storylines that, mm-hmm. brother, if you put them in 2023, you could call it a career, brother. Mm-hmm. What do you got? No, yeah. So obviously, if you guys don't know, we, we're talking about our good buddy, our good buddy, not not quite friend of the show, but he was on our PWM top 10 list, as you know him, JD from New York, um, has yes. decided that he is going to stand on that hill and die on that hill with the, with the Hulkster, saying that he is the greatest and that he's the greatest WWE champion of all time and Roman is not better than him. We can debate that until the cows come home. Now, we don't need to, though. It doesn't, you know, that's, that's silly. It's different eras. We don't need to get into that. That's like saying who's better, Larry Bird or Oscar Robertson, or saying who's better, you know, LeBron or MJ. We don't, we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. We're going to no. we're going to talk about are some of the gimmicks that we grew up with that would not fly in 2024 at all. They're not even not even close. These wouldn't. So no Nick, chance. We want to get we want to get started right away. Yeah, so what we're going to do here, guys out there, is that we're going to do um, get back to kind of our six-pack challenge um, format here. We're going to go um, – each each one of us is going to get three picks here. Ben's going to kick it off, and we're going to go a snake draft format to draft the most cancelable gimmicks of yesteryear um, if they were present in 2024. So, Ben, I'm going to tag the big man in to get that that big boot so I could just come in and get the pinfall oh, okay. at the end. Okay. All right. I, I get it. I'll do the dirty work. You get the glory, but that's okay. That's Pretty okay. Much. That's why we're a tag team. Uh, so I'm going to start out with uh, this gimmick. Thought it was great. They were two guys looked great. It was a tag team. Two guys looked incredible. They both could work. Had an awesome manager. Had an awesome theme song. But the gimmick in 2024 would not 
work at all. They would be chastised off TV. They would be sent to the high heavens. I'm going with Billy and Chuck as my first pick. Billy and Chuck with their faux homosexual marriage gimmick that they did. And then, you know, it all accumulated to them just saying this was all basically a publicity stunt and we were, were not really gay. <laughs> now, to be clear, it was if, if they were if it wasn't for the publicity yeah. stunt, they would be over. Yes, like, exactly. over that's the, so they would be super. So we are talking about the, right moment, the moment that they said, yeah, no, the moment. we actually we were just doing this to basically get on TV. <laughs> They were exploiting, they were exploiting, they were exploiting the, the, the community, brother. And no, we're not the down L, with that, the LGBTQ community that. would not be happy with a Billy with a with a fake gay gimmick on TV. So no, that is no, we would no. not, but but dude, if we're just talking about Billy the theme song, dude. Oh like man, people may you know what? People may have just accepted it because of the theme song being so dangerous. And you know what's similar to them? I don't you know, know if you remember them, Nick, but remember the West Hollywood Blondes? The West Hollywood. Yeah, no, so they I were they were a, they were a the small tag. I think it was ECW, WCW, or something like that. But they had a similar gimmick where it was it was like the if anybody remembers this is now dating ourselves. But if you watched SNL back in the day, the ambiguously gay duo. that's basically what they that's basically what they were like. What are you guys talking about? We're not. There's nothing we're doing wrong. There's not. We're not doing anything weird. So. Billy and Chuck that was, was fantastic. That was absolutely, it's, it's interesting because you watch sitcoms like even like Friends or I'm watching I'm going through watching King of Queens now with my wife and you watch some of these sitcoms and like that was the butt of the joke though. It's like anything that had to do with being gay was like they would you'd laugh at it and it was like it was considered like yeah. you know it was still considered taboo in the early 2000s. So so I see where they were thinking about with the gimmick, but not not today, not in this day and age. No way that would no, no way that not would gonna work. fly. No way. So not gonna fly. So that's, that, I think I think far and away, I think that's a that's a consensus top pick there. <laughs> Cancelable gimmicks in twenty twenty four. Well, I think well, well I think I have ahead. something that may one up you there. So we talk about cancelable gimmicks, man. This dude, this yeah. this segment had the Vince. McMahon just stamp of approval all over it. It was terrible. JBL at the border <laughs> just trying to wrangle people, man. Just wrangling people. Like, what? I don't know what year was I mean, that? I mean, 04? That was early 2004, like Not even, we're not talking about. So they were doing that like in 2004 or five. And listen, JBL in that gimmick, I mean, it worked, dude. It people. Yeah, oh, hey, yeah. nu- nuclear heat. Hey, nuclear heat when he came into the, you know, into any arena anywhere. But, dude, that would have been donezo. Oh, no. All of his money he made on Wall Street, gone. I don't care if they say it, oh, it's a TV show. It does not matter. You can't be running segments, wrangling people at the border. In 2024, no. especially what's going on right now, it's a huge crisis, and it is a real, you know, it's 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 a gen topic of conversation that is just polarizing the entire landscape of the society that we yep. live in. But JBL back in 04, brother, he had the hat on, and he's get running in the dark with a flashlight mm-hmm. and just an absolute just squad army behind him. Just it was like the, the rich people. Texan oil tycoon that like, you know, in every, I was always a villain in like every TV show. 
And you know Vinny Mac. Oh, loved it, man. God. He probably made them shoot that scene like seven times, I'm sure times, he was on set crying, laughing the whole time. And ah, you know, they like, tried it again, honorable mention. I, I, and I don't know if I'm taking one from you here, Nick. And I wasn't – what he wasn't on my list, but it's a similar – Similar gimmick. They they did try it in the early 2010s with with uh, Zeb, Coulter. Zeb Coulter and and yeah yeah Zeb it Coulter wasn't on and... my list because I thought it'd be too, too yeah. repetitive because they just tried Zeb was interesting because like it was so it was so like forward in your <laughs> yeah. face like that I don't think anyone took it too seriously. No. Like it was very much like just going on what it was going on with the election yeah. and things like that. So it was so obvious what was happening that it was based off what was going on in current events that people were like, okay, this is what wrestling does. Wrestling takes what's going on current mm-hmm. and they bring it into their programming. Mm-hmm. JBL was just, listen, man, I'm just going to wrangle. Yeah. Him yeah. It, it was, it, I'm just it, it, on, it was 2004. I'm wrangling. Yeah, Zeb, had, Zeb was talking, but JBL was actually putting some stuff into action there, actually on site. Oh, on yeah. Site. But it's funny. And I say this a lot of people think that wrestling fans are lowbrow and they're all, you know, super conservative and all that. But people got mad at these gimmicks. And, they, they, you know, right. people were mad at these gimmicks. They wasn't, they weren't like hooting and hollering, being like, oh, we love it. I mean, they love saying, they, they love the, saying we the people. Were, I'll say that. They love saying that. But. They were the heel. They were the heel for a exactly. reason. Exactly. You know, so, like that, that's like, we're not, like, so hello. society, get off wrestling like, fans' backs, please. They're not, they're not yeah, low brow. Like, listen, we're high exactly. IQ people. Look, Look at, at us. us. Look at us. We're high Look IQ. All right. Um, it's back to me, right? <sighs> we're doing a snake draft. Yeah. Back to you. All right. So I'm going to go with, um, <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm going to go with Triple H when he roofied his wife. <laughs> I don't think that that would fly no. in 2020. No, no, no. If you think about how the McMahon-Helmsley heiress kind of started, for those of you who are super young or don't un- who don't remember this, basically what happened is, is that Stephanie McMahon was, you know, gonna marry Test, and, and and she was on her bachelorette party with Mae Young, and you know all Un- the floozies back in the day, right? <laughs> and and uh, Triple H paid off the bartender to to roofie her drink, leaving her incapacitated. She was then kind of sort of abducted, I guess, by Triple H, who then drove to the Chapel of Love in Las Vegas. And uh, basically took her through a drive-thru. He roofied her and he, um, you know, he basically took her hand in marriage without her being conscious. So that happened. Um, and they married. Uh, they're married in real life now. So maybe, you know, in this one in this one instant, it kind of worked out. But I do not think roofing the daughter of a billionaire to take over the WWF would fly in 2024 ben i don't know what your take is on it but i don't think hey you know he always, he always said i was i'm not here to make friends i'm here to make money you know triple h is always mm-hmm. that's the fame a famous line from him and uh hey you know what it's it's just a it's a love story for the ages when you can tell your children about how how triple h and stephanie mcmahon got together got together um speaking of may young and i hope i'm not taking another one from you mm-hmm. do you think let's talk about this quick do you think that the May Young sexual chocolate Mark Henry gimmick would would be cancelable in 2024. No, I don't I think, think so. it would be applauded. I don't think so either. I think people would love it. I think it'd be applauded. You know, it's, it's an time. old woman. She's past her prime. You know, she's trying to get it in. And there he is, the world's strongest man. What do you think they were going you know, with with the just... hand? I don't think they knew where to go with it. <laughs> and it was just a Vince. 
Vince was like, let's just put make someone a big hand. And it just was like, Vince just wants to laugh. That's it. And that's that's literally what it is. To me, that may be the dumbest moment in the history oh, of professional wrestling. One of them. Giving birth to a one hand. But it worked. It worked somehow because we're talking about it, it sure right did. now, 2024, January. It 18th. sure did. It sure did. And we'll always we'll always remember it. And folks, that's what matters in wrestling, the moments. Do I remember yes. who Mark Henry wrestled in 1999? No. No, I don't remember one person. Do I remember any of your AEW 45-minute you know, uh, Tiger Driver, no. classic, 17 stars. I'm a loser, Mark, because I like professional wrestling because I think it's a sport. <laughs> and I think that these guys are going out there and putting on the greatest show on earth. No, I'm not a loser. Okay, no. ben, back, back to, to me. You. All right, my second pick. He got all he could out of this gimmick. This guy, he was a terrific professional wrestler when he was when he was in OVW. But when he gets to the main roster, Vince, again, had this idea and was like, let's make this guy a mentally challenged professional oh, wrestler who just was a big fan. It's like Vince went to like a it's like he looked in on like a like a wrestling convention and saw a fan that might have been like this and like was a big fan of everybody. And he was like, oh, that'd be great on TV, pal. And, you know, everybody just being yes men to him. We're just like, yeah, sure, Vince. But, you know, crying in the closet. Like, I can't believe we're doing this. But this guy got the most out of it. And he will always be remembered. I was just on a show with him in Memphis, actually, a few uh, a few weeks back. Um, Eugene, if you don't know who I'm talking about already. <laughs> I, a lot of great moments with Eugene. You know, you got to you got to do bad moments with The Rock. I think he had a few moments with Stone Cold. Uh, you know, I Hogan. So, like, Nick Dinsmore, a great professional wrestler. You know, he is he was one of the original OBW guys. You know, Vince saw him and was like, I think this is a better idea for you. You know what? Unfortunately, it's not would we're not fly these days. No way would this work this today. But in two thousand five What's funny it, is like what's it, it yeah, what's interesting is that like the actual premise of someone overcoming the odds like yes. works. But some of the things they had him doing was just over, just not over cool. The top. Like, I mean, that's also it was just over, it was just over the top. Like it, that's one thing where like if you're gonna do it, you need to do it through the right channels, yeah. and you need to make sure that it's done the right way. <laughs> Any type of over dramatic over dramatization of it just it's it's just been it bad was taste. it was to the point where it was comedic. It wasn't even. You know. I would have a lot of trouble watching that yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. Like I would not feel comfortable watching that right now. And back then, I even think back then it was a little bit uh, like, are we sure we want to be doing this on television? No, true. Like, are we sure? We but you gotta remember that was this? around the time also when the Ringer came out with Johnny Knoxville, and it was something. It was something right. similar where it was. It just. I always say like that time, like from like 2002 to like 2010, when like the internet was still basically relatively new. And more people, more and more people were getting on it. It was just like society was almost the wild west at that point. So we don't know. We don't they know were, what society we was trying <laughs> yeah, to figure yeah. shit out. They were just trying to figure stuff out. And like you didn't know there were no lines no. like you didn't know how to cross a line if there was a line. And then, you know, later than now, it's like we kind of define the lines. And now the lines are pretty much just like make your own yeah. line and it doesn't matter. <laughs> So we're, I guess we're back at square one again. We may as well be back in 1996. A, if anything, let's, we should just get rid of the internet. Like, I think that's, <laughs> we, we need to go back and start over. Um, All right, back, back to, to me. Yeah, and 
for my last pick, I had a few here. We'll talk about a few honorable mentions at the end, but I think this one has to be the it's it's got to be it. And again, this gimmick was incredible. I loved the guy. He had the whole crowd chanting. He had the whole crowd saying his moniker. Yes. This is my favorite. This is probably, this is a top five. We'll, see, well, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we're thinking the same thing. It's a top five act. Yeah, I everybody did loved him. I did. But no. nowadays, mm. with women empowerment, mm. no one. Shit. It's would, my guy. No it's one. My guy would get behind him, and it's not him. <sighs> well, it is him, but it's mostly the women he had in tow, which are the Godfather's hoes. And, Oh, yeah, <laughs> my favorite. And we we both love the God. The top five. We love the Godfather. Top five acts. Oh. Top five acts for me. All man, time. he came out. And, you know the whole train, and the people were going crazy. Pimping ain't easy. And he and he, you know and Dang. actually you know what though I will say he got some girls jobs. I think um I don't think it was well, Lena, Lena was a um Victoria. Victoria was the hoe as well. So she, you know, it's tough nowadays. It's even hard saying it nowadays, even saying she was a hoe. Um, but she was. She was one of the Godfather's hoes. And you know what? Again, it got over. It got over crazy in the in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, but no way. No way in 2024 would anybody be cheering on the God. He'd be a mega heel, if anything. He'd be a mega heel. But he was a mega baby uh- face in the- I think to me, like it wouldn't work now. It just couldn't. There'd be too many problems with it. But then, <laughs> those pops when that music oh, came in, the and just bow, the energy. Bow, like, bow, 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 bow. and you know what? And he lives Dude, the game because no he runs a strip club in Vegas. Shoot. Yeah. To, o- to open a show. With the Godfather and hoes. <laughs> oh man, was the epitome of that time. Oh, teenage, teenage like, boys going nuts, you know. Dude, it was. I can't be like. Listen, this. <laughs> I, we're in twenty twenty four now. I have a daughter, but let me tell you, it was the, the coolest. Oh, shit yeah. you've ever experienced in your life. If you saw, if you, if you were around to experience Godfather's hoe train uh, in real time. It was the one of the greatest professional wrestling gimmicks mm-hmm. moments. Just the energy that that guy, because he would, he always right, Charles right. He always looked like he was having so much mm-hmm. fun, and so were the girls. Yeah. Like everyone was having a good time. There wasn't. A, I mean, not nothing. Uh, I mean, we I at least we didn't see, we didn't see anything happen. No, there was nothing egregious that happened on screen. Nothing just, ever happened. Just he danced. literally just tried to bribe his opponent. They with just the girl, danced so around him. There was nothing. There was nothing like that. That looked bad. You know. Again, I don't know what happened backstage, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about it. But you know, Vince did ten times oh, more yeah. stuff on television with yeah. talent. The Godfather just came out, tried to bribe his with opponent a, with women, with the hose, <laughs> with the woman for the night. So he, so they would either lose. Like I remember, he tried to bribe Undertaker. Yeah. He tried to bribe Vader. Uh, Jerry, Jerry, he tried Jerry to bribe Lawler. Lawler. He did the. And, uh, Bobby Jerry was, he was he was very much willing. He's <laughs> like, you could either wrestle me, or spending. <laughs> you could have anything <laughs> of these fine hoes. <laughs> it just and it seemed worked, like he treated him man. with respect. It, he seemed like a good pimp. Like of course, he's pimp. that pimp. I mean, he's there running was, a business, was, and he's a monster of a human being yeah. too. Yeah, child, Dude, he, is a, he, a, a, he is a shoot six seven big guy. 
Great guy. You think he had a 1099? Great guy. Yeah. You think he had a 1099? I think he had a 10. Well, he might have to go with IRS. I might have to ask Mike Schuster. I mean, talk about a guy that just did everything. Papa Shango, comma, the, the supreme fighting. Everything. Machine. The good he father. The good the father. father. The he godfather. Did, he did even I mean, pretty good with the good, the, depending on what you think about right to sense. I liked right to sense. I thought right to sense. I, know I thought right to sense was great. I think I'm a big fan of Stevie Richards as well. So, I mean, I think. I I think even that, even though it was much different, they, they made it work. They made it work. No, he's we were we're we're a very pro Charles Wright uh, podcast here. All right, all right. So off. back to me for the last round here. Let me get on my list key to see what I got. Man, because I did have the Godfather on my list, so I'm gonna have to go into my reserves here. Um, I think that I am going to go with. I'm going to go with Kai and Ty. <laughs> and here's the thing with Kai and Ty. First of all, I loved Kai and Ty. I thought they were a great faction. Obviously, you're dabbing into the Japanese culture, right? Like that. But, but when they started doing like the voiceover the stuff with oh. Bruce Pritchard back with the dubbing, <laughs> that would not work in 2024 it's a bit of a stretch i think that like i I don't think it's nearly as offensive and crazy as the others because they're just so egregious but then again like they basically were just exploiting the stereotype of asian culture with the dubbing with media i don't think it would work plus like they're cutting off people's (laughs) like Like make it with, of course, like a samurai yeah. sword, right? Like it's like let's just Vince is like we're gonna go. And I, I almost like think He's, like I feel like not just a sword; it's gotta be a samurai. If you watch, sword. If you watch Family Guy, and like when he does like the Italian, when he does like the Italian accents or anything, and he just doesn't really ever say anything, or when he does the Asian accent, he just says he just says words, Japanese words, like like uh, Kawasaki and Han- like and it's a, yeah. it's like I feel like almost sometimes they weren't even saying real Japanese words like they were just making like the sounds to make them sound, which would make it even worse right. and and the thing is like imagine being a person of, of Japanese culture Asia and then watching this being like you motherfuckers like you motherfuckers. Oh, I know I know I know but man so the, I would the say that Kai and Tai wouldn't and, work and like think about like Funaki who is still over with the indeed like and he just says indeed still. and the crowd would go crazy like so again, yeah. again, folks. We we went through these whole these these lists. We each had we each had three. We picked them. There's many more. We'll go over a little bit honorable mentions in a second. But yes, they were problematic in this day and age. And you look back, but you know what? At the time, a lot of these gimmicks were they just were, fun. They were fun, and, and they, they were, were over. over. And you know what? No one got hurt. We're okay. We're gonna we're gonna move forward. We're okay. But it was a. Look at how Ben and I are exactly. Right now. We are we're perfectly, perfectly okay. okay. We're we well adjusted. Out okay. We both have houses. We're okay. We have families. It didn't. It didn't make us think any different of the different type of people that they might have been making fun of. We knew what it was. Nope, we knew we were in that bubble of wrestling. It was a bubble, and we had, and hey, it's funny here. We're not going to take it outside of here. We're just going to have fun with what it is. That's what. That's what. That's yep. what it should be. That's what it should be. But you know what? Just to be safe, don't do any of these gimmicks in twenty twenty four. Yeah, don't do any of these gimmicks. If you're an indie wrestler, like I understand it's a low hanging fruit. Not 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 the fruit you want to go for. You don't got him. There's Let's something go a couple else. honorable mentions um, real quick, Nick. Um, the couple I had on my list, I had Ted DiBiase and Virgil. I think I think that oh, yeah, overall that overall gimmick would not work. Uh having having Virgil nope. is almost his servant. 
Um, and then the other one I had was Akeem, the African dream people forget about old one man. Yeah. <laughs> just, just cultural just appropriation. appropriation. <laughs> Straight up. I actually had, I had Jerry Lawler in uh, general. Just anything yeah, Jerry, that came I, out of I Jerry Lawler's think mouth. About him. I had too cool for cultural appropriation. <laughs> and I also had natural disasters and just, really? just okay. say, calling yourself typhoon, earthquake, hurricane, like anything that just was like, you know, now it's like, you know, they, be, now it's like, it's cool back then, but really like, People are losing their homes. Okay, man. I see like, that. You one. know, I don't know. Like, so I was like, I don't like. I don't know if you could call someone. We're going to call you the hurricane. Well, like, I feel like someone would figure out a way. To, like, imagine going to the Superdome right now. You're you're the hurricane. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Wouldn't work. <laughs> like, it wouldn't work. Like, like, can, should normal people with normal brains not like be like, oh my god, I'm offended? Yeah. Yes. But someone, someone will. will, of course. And that's what of we're course. that's what we're talking about. Like in 2024, you just wouldn't do that. Like if so, so there would be a conversation that we're having right now. It's like, oh, what do you want to call yourself? The hurricane. Okay, but what if you go to New Orleans? Yeah. Like that would be the conversation. Like that's the world we live in now. You need to protect, you need to protect the shield, the WWE shield at or AW at all mm-hmm. ends. So I, that that's that wouldn't work. Um let me see. Do I have anything else on the list? Oh, I got I, I got mean, a moment. Was, I mean, uh, the Katie the Katie DX. Fix. DX, oh, Katie, Katie, oh, no, no, Katie. DX wouldn't work. Katie, Katie, Katie Vick, Vick wouldn't. I don't know what they were thinking with Katie Vick. Katie Vick wouldn't just take down the gimmick. Oh. Katie Vick would take down a whole oh, organization. Oh, man, what? Is that, and even at that time, I think people were just like, what is this? <laughs> oh, I'm still like, yeah, what no, is this? Even watching it so back then, I was like, this so does folks, not That's mean. one that really was is cancelable and really wasn't entertaining but it will be remembered because of how horrible it was it was it such a bad it sucked. it's the worst gimmick. it's gimmick. the worst storyline <laughs> uh, it's the worst offensive dumb made no sense unneeded gimmick storyline of all and we don't need to talk about it folks if you don't know what katie vick okay. is just look it up look up the katie vick storyline. just look it up just youtube it and then you and then when you tell us you watched it we'll apologize for making you watch it. <laughs> um before we wrap up here, Ben, I want to talk about what's going on <clears> in professional <throat> wrestling, just and the actual programming. You know, typically we like to pick out a topic and talk about that, which we've just done. But, you know, we're heating up a little bit. You know, th- we, we talk about a lot of WWE recently, respect, you know, rightfully so, because they've just been so damn mm-hmm. hot. I mean, it's just incredible. But AEW, um, you know, they're, they're heading into a new they era post MJF a little are. bit. It kind of feels a little bit different on their television. What are your takeaways yeah. from, I, I watched, guess, Dynamite? So I watched it last week. night. I haven't watched Dynamite in a bit. I'll be honest. Just don't have time to watch all this wrestling. Um, but I watched it last night and new production. I like the stage. The stage looked good. They have a new stage, new tightly. Whatever. I, I still call them Titan Trons. We'll call them, we call them Tony, Tony Trons if you want to. New Tony Trons up. And I think it looked really good. The product, I mean, they got new guys in production there. Um, I think the overall feel of the show, I do like the new commentary. I like Ian Riccoboni on commentary. I'm going to say that. I think Ian Riccoboni needs to be there. I, I was the, I'm a big Tony Schiavone fan. I hope this is more permanent with Ian Riccoboni, though. I think you need to have a younger guy in there with Taz and with Excalibur. I think it's a great three man booth. You got there, and now that now the table's at ringside too. It's not up on the stage. I like that too. I like when the table's right. at ringside. I don't like the on the stage thing. I never liked it. I like when they're right in the action. So for the production value, I think everything looked pretty good. And a few good matches last night. I really enjoyed 
Dustin and uh, Christian last night. I mean, they had a classic professional wrestling match. Nothing, no huge big moves. I kind of doesn't did a Canadian destroy on the outside, but whatever. But other than that, there was no big giant moves. It was just psychology, good wrestling. Um, other than that, I thought the Samoa Joe and, and Hook thing. I have my, I have my worries about how that ended, but I thought the match was very good and Hook fighting from underneath. Thought it was really good, but I I thoroughly enjoy. I thought the episode was pretty good. I, I mean, I don't like everything on every wrestling show. And that's WWE too. I don't like every single thing they do, but for the most part, it was. If, if I like at least fifty to sixty percent of the show, I consider that a good show. So I'll say this: is that AEW definitely needs to concentrate more on like their storylines fixing in on just signature and characters that they have on the show. There's still a little bit too much, just random tags with guys that necessarily, I don't know if they're ready to be on television. Like if you're on television, you should have a reason to be there. Sometimes it feels like they don't have a reason to be there. They're just the mm-hmm. match. They're just in a match. Um, but I will say that I do love the addition of Deanna Peraza to the oh, women's yeah. division. Dude, like she says, she's the best technical women's wrestler in the world. She's very oh, no, good. She like, is. Technically. Like, but like she wrestles in a way that when she says it, it's like Bret Hart. It was like how Bret Hart would say, like, he's the excellence of execution. So it translated into what he was doing in the ring. Like it made sense while she like it all makes sense why she wrestles the way she does. Dude, she's fucking fast. Oh, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm obviously I'm not a wrestler. I, I'm not trained, but from the just the eye the eye test like just as a fan dude she flies around it's, it's the ring really because and, like, of how runs into these holes how smooth she is too and it makes her look even faster she, she is, is smooth very is very smooth yeah. and that makes her look even faster because of how smooth smooth she is in in the ring and that's what they really need in the women's division they needed a worker like diana perrazzo to put up there because they have girls like they had like tony storm who's great and i mean and her character is unbelievable on a different level right now um but having like a big baby face like a tony storm to off to you know offset. I mean, I'm sorry, big baby, like Diana Peraza to offset Tony Storm. Yeah. That's what they needed, and 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 someone that can has has such, can really you know work a match, has a character, you know, and and looks believable. Like I think Diana Peraza looked believable. Like she can get in there. She can. Move. She carries. Athlete. She carries herself like, yeah, like an absolute exactly. star. She carries herself like an absolute star. And like I like the production value of how when they pan in on Tony Storm, it goes I do black love and that. White. Like it's the small things that make it a television yeah. show. Uh, bro, they make it a television bro. show, bro. And I'll also say the thing that you didn't say about the hook and Samoa Joe thing is that you cannot be kicking out of the uh, muscle. Dude, I, I, was, I, I thought, oh, I thought no. that was to me. It was just a little bit too much. It's like it kind of no. took away the fact that, like, it took away the suspension of disbelief yeah. for me. Like, I think it would have been much more like, like, dude, stop. Tr- like, okay, I know he has a great record, but like, you, you tried to book him like Goldberg last night. He's no. not Goldberg. No. He's not even remotely close to being Goldberg. He's like he like he's not that he's not big enough. Like he's just not like there's a way to me. There's that, a way to do that, Nick, in wrestling. And I, I'm I'm surprised somebody didn't like say like no, like no, like and I'm surprised Samoa Joe didn't say no. Like you're not and because he's he's been around. I I don't know why he's kicking out of the Muscle Buster at one and then right it wasn't and, even one. It was like almost and then instant. right up and like right into a comeback out of nothing and then. And, and then he hit. Then he hits him with the. You know. Then he's about to get him in his. You know. Taz mission. Red rum. Whatever they call it. And then you know. Samoa Joe. 
then he, then he just passes up, but then he's up again and he's calling him back. He's another muscle boss. Then he's up again, calling him back. I'm like, and he, and he, and he got up like too yeah, fast. Like, I'm like, like, guys, that should be like a, it should be, it should be, he's down. Samoa Joe comes in and he's in a, he's about to like set him up for another one. And then Adam page runs in and then Samoa Joe bails out. Yeah. Or Samoa Joe gets all the, and then Samoa Joe gets all the way to the end of the ramp. And then you just see his hook move a right. little bit. Like he starts crawling towards yeah. the rope. Like that would have been like, yo, this kid's got fighting. I'm like, because to me, hook is like a mysterious character. He's not a killer. He's like an enigma. He's like a you know like a Riddler type like like kind of kind of deal where like I'm like can't figure this guy yeah. out, man. Like not a big dude, but he's dangerous. He wrestles. He fights a different way. His dad is Taz. Yeah. Like there's so many ways to make him credible. I didn't think they had to go no. that route. With that said, I I was happy with the oh, match, match in the yeah. way. And obviously, just putting Joe the fuck over. Like, if you're gonna have a champion, he's got to go over. He put him in his finish, and it was over. It was done. There was no whatever. But like the muscle buster thing, I was like, come on. Yeah. Like, and that's interesting not that, that even like I mean, you've been watching wrestling forever, but even you haven't you haven't trained in wrestling. You you, you know the ins and outs, like all the ins and outs. But you even know that. Like you're seeing, like, come on, what are you? It doing? bothered like, me. Why? It bothered me a <laughs> little. <laughs> it bothered me a little. And also, like, listen, I'm a little guy. Like I'm five foot seven. I'm a little dude, right? Like, I like it when the little guys come get to come up. Like I, I, what I would have that. wanted. Like, that's how just, I would have done it. Like exactly my thing. How I would have done it is beats him up, beats him up. Joe's now playing with. Him playing with them just like you know slapping him in the head slapping him in the head hitting him he's trying to fight back keeps punching him down he's crawling up to the ropes he gets up to the ropes joe sets him up puts him in the muscle buster somehow he flips out of it or does something you know ducks one close then you do the clothesline clothesline i wouldn't have had joe bump on the first clothesline at all i don't know why he's bumping immediately but you know bang bang big one off the second rope or something boom big bump Bam, Joe's staggering, staggering, staggering. Then he tries to go for the red rum. Then he reverses out of it. Then hooks him in the thing. And then you can hit him with a muscle buster after the match. That's how I would have yeah, done like, it. To me, it's like, to me, it's like, I know Samoa Joe is established as fuck, but like establish him more as a champion. I feel like they just did it for Hook last yeah. night. Like Samoa Joe should have won that even more convincing because you need to really, I feel like their AEW needs to level up their champion. Like they were basically looking for someone to take it from MJF and with all the injuries and everything, everything just kept getting fucked mm -hmm. up clearly and, and CM and, Punk and, and all that stuff. And they gave it to Joe. It's like, put him, if, if you're going to have him run with it, like, just have him beat, like, don't make it about, like, Hook is, I feel like they could have just done it a different way. But overall, and I feel like this is one of their it better was, shows. It was, and one thing, recently. one problem that they have right now is that Joe is almost a super baby face. The people love Joe. And having, yeah, and he's and a really great and having him, he could and, be a great and you, fucking And heel. that's why you should have just had him maul Hook. Like, no, nothing. Give him nothing at all. Like, just make him look like this most sinister Vicious. vicious you know like you gotta get him you need that top heel and he need but people are going crazy for him like we just had a baby face champion in mjf who's a great heel again so we're doing it again because i would have liked for samoa joe and it sucks because they tried to build up hook maybe hook wasn't the right person to put in that spot like but if i would have done that i mean i would have loved for like him to tease taz a little bit like kind of break down that exactly. fourth wall and be like i'm gonna fuck up yeah. your son like i'm gonna i'm gonna hurt him right yep. now and have Taz give a little bit more on commentary. Like I think this 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 stuff there, but 
you know, I think if I think the fact that we're talking about it's AEW good. just shows that the show did a little bit more mm-hmm. for us Absolutely. than it has in, in the past. And I'm, I'm interested to see where they go because they need to start concentrating on like having Swerve, you know, like Swerve's looking devious. They're just rolling with the Prince, like the Prince Nana and mm-hmm. him, like getting a little bit more serious. I feel like they're trying to establish stars and they're trying to just keep the show around them. Just if you listen to me, Johnny, like get rid of all these mixed tags, get rid of all the multi-people tags. Fill that with storylines and stuff. Like even the Young Buck stuff, I didn't love the Young Buck segment, mm-hmm. right? Like it didn't like I kind of felt like I saw this coming. It's something that they would do. But like that's to me is better than just having another match. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like cause that builds something. Now there's a reason there's a reason builds something towards it. their next present. Like what's their presentation gonna be when they come on the screen? Like they better not be doing this if they just no, did that, I hope not. You know? I hope not. Like, I hope they do something different. And last thing I'm gonna say, let's put Mark Briscoe on TV more, please. Let's get him on TV. Yeah, he's translating. He could be a monster. They need a mon- They need a big baby face right now. Let's. He's like an Eddie Kingston type baby face, but he, he's almost more. He's more he's menacing. More me- you know, he's, he's more a guy like- you don't know. He can play that like you know baby face, you know, unhinged type character real well. Um, he could hold like a North American. Uh, is it the North? No, it's not. <laughs> the, the Continental. There's a million I'm of them. Continental Intercontinental. He could hold one of the belts and, and elevate it because the people will get oh, behind yeah. him. Um, but yeah, AEW did a better job this week. Um, that's a little recap. WWE, I'll just say they're on fire. Yeah. Everything they do, I love. It's great. Um, I'm just I, Rollins' injury. I don't know how legit it is, but it seems like the reports are that it was. Um, we'll see where that goes. We'll probably talk about it a little bit more next week. More details come out, I guess, to see how that impacts WrestleMania, or if I'm just being worked like a dumb <laughs> mark. Hey, if we um, are, we are. That's good. Thing. But uh, but if we are, we are. And that's a good thing. That's damn right. I hope not though, because I hope uh, I hope he's not hurt. Um, you no. never want to see someone go down, especially during this time of the year. But Ben, you got anything else? Nothing. We got to run, much? folks. Thank you again for listening. We had a great episode. Let's let's keep the momentum up. Let's keep it up. We're getting. We had a lot of good views last week. A lot of good chatter in the comment section of YouTube. Um, Nick's Nick's in charge. Nick's the head honcho of the audio, so I'm sure it's doing all right there as well. So hey, folks, keep listening, keep supporting, keep it positive, keep it trucking, keep the shades on because the sun never sets on a cool guy. Later, marks.